Welcome to the Visionaries Podcast. This is episode number four. Um, today is a very special episode. I'm very excited about it because if anybody knows me, they know the two things in life that are the most important to me are basketball and music. And today I have, you know, the pleasure of speaking to Jerron Artes. And I watch your highlights, bro. Hey. You're nice. Yeah, bro. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I see you. I see you. The jumper, <laughs> everything. Like, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm gonna need a jersey when I <laughs> when I get out there. I'm like, I'm gonna need a signed and everything. So I just want for to sure. welcome you to the Visionaries Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh first of all, I just want to know how we know basketball and like the importance, like you've been around basketball since you were born. So mm -hmm. How important and how much has music been around you growing up? Yeah, so, you know, it was probably just as equal. Um, just like I was born into a basketball family, on the other side of that, my mom, she was a, she was a performer, a salsa singer, and a dancer, and as well as my stepfather, who uh, was a reggaeton artist, and he was really, really good, uh, until they, they started... Um, focusing on taking care of me and like, like cultivating my talents. Mm -hmm. So I had, I had it all, all from both sides. So then when did you, at what age did you decide to, you know, start dabbling in music and like, what, what did you start early. with? So it all started. I, I, my mom put me in piano lessons early. She put me in piano lessons early and I'm Filipino. So like, you know, that music runs in our blood, mm -hmm. talent runs in our blood. We dance, we sing. <laughs> we do act, everything, everything, act, everything. Yeah. So, uh, that's already in my blood. And, um, yeah, I started with piano and then I made my first song. <laughs> it's a little song. It was like about staying up late on a Friday uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> when I was like probably five. No way. Five yeah, years I old. Helped, yeah. My, my, my stepdad actually helped me produce it mm -hmm. and, uh, he put me in the booth. <laughs> and i recorded the vocals can we hear this anywhere is there anywhere to be found you know it, it'll probably um be be found later it, it'll, it'll probably surface, be able to be found later <laughs> it'll come up for sure it'll come up because you <laughs> yeah, know the, the bigger you get somehow like the old <laughs> stuff comes back <laughs> exactly that's yeah, crazy. It's, it's gonna be a <laughs> that's crazy there, probably the, my i love hearing stories about like uh, musicians first songs ever recorded because me like i've been making music for like since 2006 for the last few years it's been a, it's been a yeah minute. so um i remember making my first song and it was just so bad right and i'm like <laughs> i go back and listen to it sometimes just to like motivate myself to look at how far you come because like with music yeah. it's such it's like such a life lesson especially with like staying like consistently doing something for a long time. And when you see your growth, it's like yeah. motivates you. You know what I mean? Did you have that it experience? It motivates. Yeah. Yeah. So I started seriously getting into production when I was around freshman year of high school. So like 15, about mm -hmm. five, six years ago. Mm -hmm. And I probably was dabbling a little bit like with some beats and like I was in choir as well. I was a choir in middle school. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and I took that really seriously. I'd, I'd perform in a, national choir competitions and stuff with my so, team and like solos and stuff. Yeah. That's very so, dope. 
I took that really seriously. And um, yeah, and then around freshman year of high school, I started produ uh, producing because my friend also producing and I was like, man, I want to get into it. I love mm -hmm. music and uh, I always think about making beats. And yeah. so my first beats were inspired by Future Bass. Okay. Uh, yeah. And they were really, they were not like amazing, but right. I feel like they had like a little concept to it. Like they had the concept, you know what I mean? Right. That's what, that's all you need <laughs> I, in the beginning. Exactly. The and then, yeah. And I kept progressing and I kept like adding more and more into my toolkit and mm -hmm. like making all my sounds crazier, designing all my own sounds and all that. And mm -hmm. like changing up drum kits and making my own drum kits and yeah. doing all of that. So then eventually like all of a sudden I'm like, man, I think I'm getting, I'm making it too complicated. And like now recently I started going back to my roots, like the, the bass sounds that I was Simplified. using with all everything that I learned. Right. And See, like, it, it sounds sick. It sounds really amazing. That's the key. Like that's something that I was having this conversation the other day with my boy. And I was like, what separates somebody who's like a seasoned vet in music and production versus somebody who's kind of starting out. It's like, you have to go through that cycle because you got to the point where like from what you're telling me, it's like you got to the point where you were experimenting so much that now that you've like figured out how to use these tools, you don't need to use them mm -hmm. all in, you yeah. know what I mean? Like you just simplify the beat. When you listen to a lot of the music, that's like just top chart music. It's like, you can really tell like this wasn't that many tracks. It was nope. like, yeah, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's like, yeah, what were you using? Um, like a lot of people start out with FL people still, I mean, FL is fire. I FL is tough. I, my first song was made in FL. It was fruit when it, back when it was called Fruity Loops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody calls it that. Anymore. I, I, I still call it Fruity Loops. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah I, I used to use Fruity Loops. I still use it sometimes. And they're yeah. like, what's Fruity Loops? It's FL, FL, you mean? Dog. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, um, my main tool, my main dog is Ableton. Ableton. Okay, my, okay. my brother uses FL and he's really good too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's Able a good producer. I haven't used Ableton like that. I used FL when I started, but I moved to um, Logic. I love Logic. Like, Logic's great too. Yeah. I just yeah. saw I saw J. Cole using Logic, so I was like, I'm gonna use mm -hmm. Logic. Yeah. So so here's the deal with um Ableton. Like uh I'm inspired by electronic music. I love electronic music, mm -hmm. EDM, all that. Like I, I want to perform on big stages and mm -hmm. all that. So Ableton I, I could produce on there and then I could also set up my live shows and also my, oh. my boys, uh, most of my producer friends use Ableton because they're electronic producers. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So with that's, that's very interesting because a lot of, I mean, with a lot of these dolls, you can definitely use them for live as well. But are you telling me that Ableton is a lot better for dog for live? Cause that's yeah, it's literally it's literally in the name. It's called Ableton Live. Oh, okay. okay. Like it's it's perfect for it. Like you could. So I need to get hit um, to that. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. You could. Uh, I got my. Where's my beat pad? I got my beat pad right here. I got a launch pad right here. Okay. Uh, oh, I use a, a Novation launch pad. Yeah. So. You uh, know. You know what I'm really uh, mad at myself about? <laughs> I don't know if you heard of this. Um, have you heard of this PV? Um, what was it? It's a mixer, right? So the mixer had auto-tune in the like in the mixer <laughs> and it's a rare it's a pretty rare mixer and i i came across it and i was like at the time you know when you get something when you're not ready for it mm -hmm. like yeah men, like mentally so like i got yeah, it you're like i, I don't like, know how to use this yeah so i was like let me just sell this. this let me just go ahead and sell this and i was like oh shit. wow 
<laughs> you should have kept that. I know. Dang. And now everybody's doing autotune live and that, that mixer had autotune in it. And I was like, bro, I was wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's what, that's one of my favorite things right now. Uh, I, I try to make it like, I try to use a little bit of autotune. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I sound pretty great with it. <laughs> a well, lot of people we'll, like in a overuse little bit, it. In a little bit, we're going to, we're going to have you play some of your music. I'm going to check you mm -hmm. out. But, um, yeah. I, my question that I always ask everybody is what is the right now? If you look at your, if you listen on Spotify, Apple music, whatever, what do you, what do you have right now? What's the last thing you listened to? <laughs> the last thing I listened to was actually, was actually <laughs> Daft Punk. It was okay, Daft okay, Punk. Okay. Okay. That's, that's one of my favorites right now. But, uh, I was listening to something about us mm -hmm. but by Daft Punk and that, that's a, that's a great track to me. Like it, it comes in with the, with these smooth drums and, and this bass, it goes, it goes hard. And then, and then the lyrics, when they come in yeah. with the vocoder, you know, the Daft Punk classic vocoder. Yep, yep, yep. So it, those lyrics come in and you just get in your feels and you're like, <laughs> you're like, dang. It just takes you on a trip. I know it's exactly what you mean. It's, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you know what I love is like, the how clean it is like it doesn't it's so clean like nothing is nothing is ruining the other nothing at all you know yeah I mean? and it's like it's so interesting because like i make so many basketball metaphors in my life like when people be getting annoyed with me because i'm like bro this is <laughs> like and then i just insert a random basketball metaphor and i'm just like when i be talking to people even when we're mixing we're like i need this shit to work together because like even with basketball, it's like positions, like mm -hmm. the best teams, like the Warriors, like the best teams, nobody is like, like standing, obviously Steph stands on his own, but like nothing yeah, is like. But he still does it within the team. Within, it's amazing how system. he does that. He, he has this charisma about him that he's like the center, but he also makes his whole team the center of attention exactly. as well. And when that happens with teams, like once that click, once that clicks, then all of a sudden they become like unstoppable. And it's That's like right. my my favorite uh, like mix engineer has been for the last few years has been 40 because the stuff he does with Drake's mm -hmm. music is just like That's right. it's so crazy. Like it's it just hits. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. any project he works on, you can just tell or oh, this was him. You yeah. I mean? Yeah. I always I watched a few of his uh, interviews and stuff. I, that's like. Those are gold mines of information right there. Facts. And so did you get into from producing? Did you learn more about mixing? Is that something that you're learning more about now or where are you at with that? Yeah, so I'm definitely getting I've been for probably a, the past two years been getting way more into the mixing stage of my production learning. Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel like my beats get mixed at least decently, mm -hmm. but uh, I've been working on my vocal mixing, uh, right, which is right, like right. 10 times harder for yeah. some reason. Like it, it's more complex. It's way more complex. That's how you feel. A lot of people don't feel that way. A lot of people can, I mean, it goes like depends, right? Like yeah, maybe, some people have more difficulty with the beats. Some people find the vocals more. It depends mm -hmm. on what you're doing really with it. Cause I feel like you must be doing a lot of different, like since it's like you're, you're more into uh, EDM music, it's, it's different. Yeah, it's 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 way different. Yeah, like yeah. I'm I'm based on production. I am yeah, based yeah. on production yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
Okay. And it's got to okay. sound tight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got to yeah, sound exactly, real tight. Exactly. And sometimes you got to add in more effects and more effects sometimes, mm-hmm. and like sometimes it just gets more muddled. Yeah. Like, dang, I think I'm doing too much. <laughs> so and that's that, why I've been also toning it back. Facts, facts. It's like when I started, it was like, for me, I tried every single effect, right? And I was just like, okay, I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing a little too much now. Now I can tone it back. It's the same thing that we talked about earlier with like productions, with stuff you're adding into the beats. Like you get to a point where it's like less is more. Even another area that I was doing a lot of mm-hmm. back then, like when I started, I remember too many ad libs, bro. For me, I was doing so <laughs> much. And I was like, all right, I need to stop with the ad libs because this, yeah. uh, this is getting hectic, right? I actually do no ad libs. I like to keep the space because me I'm, too, me I'm too. a that space. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like it when it's more space and everything just hits more, you know? Yes. So, mm-hmm. what is. I got a few questions for you. So, um, what's a go-to like pregame song for you to get you like hype for a game? Something that gets me hype, honestly. I uh, rest in peace. I love Pop Smoke. Oh yeah, Pop Smoke gets me hype. That's mm-hmm. it. That's my rotation right now. That's all I've been listening to. Yeah. Oh, like all that Dior. <laughs> Welcome to the party. All that whole. Facts. That whole record that's speaking of mm -hmm. like speaking of mixing right so when when you go back and listen to pop smoke's music right this is a crazy Mm -hmm. thing so if you listen to his early music you'll notice this he has um he does stacked vocals like are you hip to stacked vocals yeah of course so like he'll just stack up his vocals this was like i mean you're here hip to it but like a lot of people who don't know it's like stacked vocals are like what you know Pac used to do um a lot of like if you hip to dip set, like Joel Santana would do a lot of stack vocals. Mm-hmm. It was very nineties, two thousand like style. And yeah, pe- people kind of went away from it. And the fact that yeah, Pop Smoke brought that back. Right. And yeah. And like, if you notice from his first album to the last album that he was able to put out, the, yeah. the mixing got so clean, but he, it was still stacked vocals and it was just shows yeah. that you notice that. Yeah, I noticed it because he was putting out that like rugged sound and mm-hmm. like which I loved. I was like, dang, this is going hard. Mm-hmm. And that that Brooklyn drill, I was all about it. I'm mm-hmm. still all about it. I love it. I yeah, love Brooklyn too. drill. Me too. But me um too. Mm-hmm. and then he he started like changing it up. I'm like, dang, this is still tough. Like he he cleaning it up. Yeah. A lot with the like that guitar sound, which is like history sound. right now, you know? Yeah, that's like super yeah. in. Like right now, everyone's using the guitar loops, the, the melodic guitar mm-hmm. loops. But like the thing that mm-hmm. I really liked about it was like it was still had the same like stacked sound, but it was just cleaner yes. version of it. And now I'm like, so, yeah. and, and I was listening to it, I was like, damn, like it's so, aside from the fact that it's like extremely sad and we lost like a dope person it's also like mm-hmm. damn we we lost out we missed out on this music like i would i really wanted to see where he was where gonna goes. go he was know? progressing it was crazy yeah because he's it was he, insane he, was he started different. singing i'm like this is not pop smoke <laughs> he's like girl put your cup down drink freely like i was like oh hell like what like we yeah. didn't hear this before like you know what i mean like he must have got a girl like he, he something must have happened in his life like but uh, yeah i was like you're already tough you 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 a legend now yeah and the, and the crazy flex that he had was he put 
uh, the song Dior on every project. You noticed that? He did? I didn't yeah. know that. No, I did not know that. <laughs> so on the first project that he put out, Dior was like one of the last tracks. Then the second one, Dior is a bonus mm -hmm. track. And then the last album, Dior is a bonus track. And I'm just like, <laughs> like, for real, like, that's how good the song is. You can just do that and people are not going to bat an eye. And I'm like, okay. Not at all. That, that song is <laughs> classic. <laughs> yeah. But um, that's, I love that, that that's like your guy, right? So like. That's my, that's the, my pregame. Yeah. Right there. Chilling. So, Sometimes I'll chillin'. actually like, yeah, sometimes I'll listen to Magic Jordan. That's, those are my, oh hell yeah those are actually like my favorite yeah, artists. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. OVO, all, OVO, all the OVO dudes, honestly, yeah, I yeah. love, I love that sound. Magic Jordan's like fire. Oh my God. Like they're, they're so good. Both so albums. Good. I love both their albums and I'm still waiting. I think they dropped <laughs> They just dropped a single recently. They, did, yeah, they yeah, just yeah. dropped I, the single. I haven't heard it yet, but they're fire. It's, it's so smooth and just like. They did a lot of uh, work with uh, with Drake on Nothing Was the Same. So mm -hmm. they did a lot of like writing, producing on that album. All the and writing. I love that they're writers. That's that's like writers. They inspire me. They they're actually really inspiring to me. Like I love that they're a duo. Mm -hmm. uh, and I feel like I I kind of like take that that in. Like I want to be a producer, but also an artist and make like stories and tell stories as well. That. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I write a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love that. That's, that's really what it comes down to. Like you want to be able to do all of it. And that's like the best artists, the artists that last the longest are always the artists that do everything. Like look at Kanye. Like there's not mm -hmm. one part of his art that he doesn't, have a hand he's an artist he yeah, is an artist exactly and yeah. it, it's like there's different type of like musicians there's different type of rappers singers whatever you might may be who like yes. do, specialize in certain areas and you know where to put them like for example mm -hmm. like like playboy cardi right you know yeah. what you're gonna how you're gonna use him as an instrument mm -hmm. you know but, yeah exactly and it's like even one of my favorite verses by him was the way Tyler, the creator, put him on that song. I forgot what it was uh, called. Earthquake? Was it Earthquake? Earthquake. Or was yeah, it? Uh, yeah. I think yeah. it was like, you, ma you make my earthquake, that joint, right? And then he's like. Yeah. And he comes he in. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, damn, like perfect timing. You know what I mean? And I'm like, that's exactly what that song needed. It's like ingredients. Like it was like a recipe of like amazing mm -hmm. music. And yeah. that's super dope, bro. Like I'm, I'm really happy to hear where your head is at with that you know what i'm saying yeah yeah like there are there are rappers my teammates always ask like all my friends they they're like oh who's top five rappers and i'm like i i like to listen to artists i, I want to mm, see yeah, what too. the artists are doing and their projects and their yeah. albums their albums you, are where it's at exactly <laughs> and that's so rare i don't know if i'm an old head so i don't know if i'm i'm like wrong in this but like i feel like that's rare for your generation I don't feel like yeah, a, a lot bit. of kids from your generation. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But like, there a lot it's, of it's more like music enthusiasts. What do you think is your album of the year? Since you love albums, album of the year right now. So far, yeah. Dang, it's early. It's early. Know, let's see. Let me see what I've been, I've been looking at right now. <laughs> uh, you know, it was we were. I was just talking about this in the studio yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not. This is two years ago, though. Uh, Roddy Riz, please excuse me Fire. for Fire. being antisocial. That Fire. that is an album. That is an that album. That is a project. That is an album. Yeah, 
it's like it's, the way it transitions and all that it's amazing it's an album and every song is like just a hit and a it hit. goes into hit after hit after hit and you're like yeah. wow and that's why i i didn't recognize it at first i wasn't li- i was only listening to the top like his top songs for a second mm-hmm. and then my t- who's like roddy rich's top five roddy rich top three mm-hmm. i'm like yeah really 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 yeah and like every like that that one dude was like uh getting clowned for saying that but then i started listening i'm like this no, is actually serious like no, he's, he's really serious there. he's up he's mm-hmm. up i was i was on roddy rich like early early and i was so excited to see him like just progress and then like the production just like elevated every time and like the way his vocals are mixed you can hear the progression and i'm like this is fine yeah i'm, gl- yeah. I'm glad to see that project come out the way it did i gotta say i didn't listen to that many like pop rap mm-hmm. hip-hop albums yeah but this the top album of my year was Maddion's good faith okay that well, was that was a complete project that was yeah. a that was a masterpiece like and i might be biased i don't know but i'm pretty sure I, i'm not because he i I'm forgetting he got nominated for a Grammy. I'm not sure if he won. Mm-hmm. He probably won. He probably won that. But um, there was also Bauer. Bauer dropped his mm-hmm. project called Plank, I think. And that thing was crazy. It was like uh, the visuals for it and everything, too. Like he had this visual for that album mm-hmm. uh, where it was just CG monsters, like random monsters raving yeah. in a lit ass festival and dropping that during quarantine. Like, that that like gave me chills i was like i was there just watching it all all the time and like man i want to go to a festival i want to go see a show like i need to see this live right now yeah so So, like stuff like that that's super Mm -hmm. dope so how much how much do you think it plays a part the visuals that come out with an album rollout like everything that comes with the album how important is that to you as like a music you know fan yeah, I've I've early on in like when I was making music, I never thought about this. But then I started like getting more and more into artists and and uh, looking into what they do and what they do to blow up and like why are they so cool and right. <laughs> and like the, why are it's they like, so cool? Like, like they sound the, cool, and then all yeah. of a sudden you see their videos. Yeah, yeah, and, and like, like they got this whole vision. They have exactly. their vision and I love it. It ties mm-hmm. together. It always ties like look at what the weekend did. Like Exactly. That acting, that's an album. That was a great album. record. We yes. got we got like a mini movie from that. We got an album. Mm-hmm. We got everything. You got a whole story. Even yeah. the Super Bowl. <laughs> story. That Super Bowl performance was crazy. Yeah. It really was. It, like I even like I wasn't I had to rewatch it a few times to really get it to click on me because yeah. I was like, dang, this wasn't as good as like Beyonce, but I, like Beyonce is probably number one. Yeah. And then, man, I, like I was wishing he would bring on. I was, I was actually low key wishing he was gonna bring on Daft Punk, but <laughs> <laughs> he could have. But you know who's also? He, I don't think he's dropped anything like any personal projects lately. Lido. I'm not. But, yeah, so Lido he produces for Jaden Smith. Oh, a little bit. I am hip. I am and. Hip. Yeah, he Let's he see. produced that whole. Remember Sire? How he had yeah. that B L U E the blue bro, track. That's my. I'm pretty favorite. sure he did all of that. No way, bro. That's my mm-hmm. favorite. I need to get hip to his music like that because. Uh, Lido is amazing. Sire is one of my favorite. I'll send albums. you some links. Send me, send yeah. me, please do. I'll send you some links. Because uh, Sire is one of my favorite albums 
like all it's on my all-time list because it's so good like yes it's actually amazing it's so amazing <laughs> and like people when i tell people that who who aren't hip to Jaden like that they're like crazy <laughs> like, no way not like yeah. Jaden. i'm like no bro like this is different like his albums are good yes even, even his latest project was fire he inspires mm -hmm. me because like when i hear his music i'm like i'm like okay i really like his storytelling his cool mm -hmm. calm delivery and just the way yeah. the tracks seem like seamlessly go into one another i'm like oh, yeah. i want to go record like right now you know that feeling when you hear a certain song or a certain way something is mixed you're like i need to get in the mm -hmm. studio right now <laughs> like, yeah the way that happens to me i'm like i always hear a song i'm like shoot i want to make something that sounds like that and i just yeah. like hop on the hop on my my keyboard and i'm on it and that's how it starts <laughs> and that and you know the crazy thing is like a lot of people who like you obviously probably get these same kind of questions right because you make music and it's like when people who want to get into it or like kind of peeking through the window they're like how do i start well the first way to start is just you listen to music you like it so just make something like what you like what you like yeah yeah and make then, something you want to hear that's what exactly, i do all the time i'm exactly. like i want to hear this why has nobody made this yeah maybe i then, need to make it <laughs> <laughs> and then you make it and it's like damn like this is that sounds great and then you just <laughs> yeah. keep going <laughs> And it's like, it gets to a point where then you're not even thinking, you're just making. And it's like... You're just making, yeah. yeah. And it's a great feeling. That's where I want to get with with everything in my life. Like, yeah. I'm actually also a game designer trying to get to that point That's dope. Uh, with my game design skills. Very dope, very dope. And that, mm -hmm. and going back to like sports, like that's kind of the same thing too. It's like when you exactly start, when you start, you're emulating certain players. You're like, I need to do mm -hmm. this just like Kobe. I need to do this just like... My guy was Gilbert Arenas. That's my favorite player like all time. I was just like, you know... I want to play like this guy. Then all of a sudden you do things on your own. You don't even realize that you're like it's not instinct. even playing like you're just playing. You're not thinking. It's pure instinct. Yeah. Facts, facts. Just go off of like, you just go off your mind. Like you just going. <laughs> facts, facts. The moral of the story is that it takes time. It takes, it's a process to get anywhere you want to get to in life. Um, and you know, like you're, you're speaking on just staying consistent and you, right. got to, you got to a point where you were like, you know, trying something new for the first time, then trying it all and now fine tuning it. And that's what we do with sports. That's what we do with anything that we do for a long time, you know? Um, right. Yeah. It's all, a, it's all just a buildup. And like, sometimes it might seem random and, and, uh, events might seem coincidental, but they happen for a reason. It's because you're ready and you're you're prepared you've been preparing for a long time exactly and mm -hmm. preparation is everything it's just like it's so dope to to hear your story and as far as like um learn because i didn't i mean we met for the first time right now right so like it's mm -hmm. so dope to hear where your head is at with music and i'm excited to see what you do with it thank um, to you man <laughs> you know thank you for coming through talking on yeah. the visionaries podcast and we'll definitely stay in touch. Um, I definitely will sure. send you some of my music as well. And for everybody out there listening, have an amazing day if you're listening to this in the daytime and have an amazing night if you're listening to this at night. Mm -hmm.